Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Jason Grubb Fitness Podcast. Today I will reveal the three secrets that helped me qualify and do really well at the CrossFit Games in 2018, 2019, and fingers crossed, 2020. In the future, if you have uh, ideas, thoughts, uh, questions, topics you'd like me to cover, reach out to me. Head to my website, jasongrubb.com, or uh, DM me on Instagram. I am jasongrubb underscore fitness on Instagram. Enjoy this episode. People often ask me, what was my secret to doing really well uh, the first two times I qualified and went to the CrossFit Games. In 2018, uh, I qualified and took third at the Games, and in 2019, uh, qualified again and, uh, and took first. And uh, first of all, if you're not familiar with the CrossFit Games, it's really, really challenging to qualify. There are uh, literally millions, hundreds of thousands of uh, people that are attempting to qualify to go to Madison uh, every year. The process starts with the CrossFit Open, which is a global, uh, uh, global competition, a virtual competition that's done in, in virtually every CrossFit gym, 14, 15,000 CrossFit gyms across the world. And uh, it is a, it's a competition that lasts for five weeks. There's a, a, uh, an event or a workout that's released on a Thursday night. And anyone who's participating in the CrossFit Open has until Monday to submit their score or their time effort for that particular event. And that happens over five weeks. And uh, for master's competitors like myself, um, in my age range, there's between 25 and 30,000 men in the 40 to 44 year old age range. At the end of those five weeks of competition for the CrossFit Open, scores are tallied and tabulated and the top 200 uh, move on to what they call the age group online qualifier. So right now we are actually eight days out from the age group online qualifier, which is like the CrossFit Open, but it is uh, this year, it looks like it's going to be six workouts released on a Thursday and all six scores need to be submitted by Monday. Uh, this is a, a big deal in my world uh, and for those of us that are, that are trying to get to the CrossFit Games, this is a really, really big deal. We're excited about next weekend. Schedule is cleared off. Um, I'm going to uh, be ready, be absolutely ready. In fact, my training uh, right now or the past few months have, has been in preparation for the online qualifier. And uh, now I'm, I'm tapering off this week a bit and things will start to ramp up next week and then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday will be all strategy, all workouts. And these workouts have to be recorded with a video. Uh, I always have a couple of video cameras going to make sure that there's always a good backup plan in place. Um, those videos get submitted along with the um, uh, workout results. And uh, within a few weeks, you find out if you are within the top 10. The top 10 will go to the CrossFit Games. Okay, so that's the background. That's, that's how you get to the CrossFit Games. Um, the, uh, uh, the three things that really were the biggest impact for me in getting to the games were, um, one, learning how to train smarter, not necessarily harder, uh, two, uh, getting my nutrition in line. And it was, it was really a, an experiment for me. Um, I am generally a, a, a ready fire aim kind of guy. 
and I'll talk about that with the nutrition. And then three is getting adequate recovery um, and paying close, close attention. Those are the three things that uh, made the biggest difference for me in um, not making to the games in 2017 and being frustrated and then making some changes and changed everything as I went into 2018. I was a, a different person. So um, first, you know, uh, I have some notes right here. Just gonna glance down at those. Um, but really first, training smarter, not necessarily harder. So in 2016 and 2017, uh, I had opened my, my own CrossFit gym in 2015. Uh, after starting CrossFit in 2014, I was, I was so excited, opened a gym. Now I've got a gym and a business and I'm, I'm, I'm working out um, a couple of hours a day and, or, or maybe an hour, hour and a half a day at the time. And then someone um, came to the gym, started working out with us and he said, hey, have you ever followed Comp Train? And I'd never heard of Comp Train. I, I, I didn't know anything really. I mean, I had my, my level one and I was trying to build a business. Um, so he, he suggested Comp Train. So I, I took a look at it and there's a free version of Comp Train that is for, um, competitors. And uh, uh, the free version is generally geared towards competitors that are young. They're in their, their early 20s, uh, maybe early 30s, um, but definitely not master's athletes. I'm 44, but I didn't know that at the time. So I, uh, yeah, I started following CompTrain and whatever it said, I gave it a shot and it ended up making my training sessions. And I would, oftentimes it would be, make more sense to break those training sessions up into two different sessions but there's just no way uh, that I could do that. There's just, there was no time for that. So I would try to uh, just bust through all of it in one giant session. And this one giant session would be two, two and a half hours long. You know, it, it would have probably some snatch primers and, a, and some snatch work, maybe some clean and jerk work. And then like a, a giant workout and then a recovery, then a giant workout, and then maybe some additional accessory work. Uh, don't get me wrong, I loved it. I had a couple of guys that trained with me uh, and we would just die. Um, so Nick and Nick, it was Nick, uh, Nick version two and Nick version three. There were actually three Nicks at my gym, uh, but it was Nick 2.0 and Nick 3.0 that worked out with me. And we would just literally brutalize ourselves with these workouts. And over those two years, I probably got stronger and more fit. I mean, certainly, um, but it, it, it wasn't an appropriate amount of volume. In fact, for me, it was, it was way, way too much volume looking back in retrospect. It was crushing my soul on a daily basis. And again, I love that. I love feeling crushed. If I could get paid to train, and that's all I did, if I could be Matt Frazier, I would do that. So if, if you're watching this and you're like, hey, you know, I want to reach out to Jason and, 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 and uh, support his life, I will tell you exactly what I need and I will train full time. That's fine. It'd be great. I would love it. Um, cause I, I, it's probably the most enjoyable thing that I do is just train. I love it. But, um, going back to that, it was just too much. It was way too much volume and it wasn't smart. I wasn't approaching it smart. Um, just beating myself up always, always just wrecked. So, uh, when it came and I thought that was the path, that's how it was going to work. I was going to make it to the CrossFit games because I was working so freaking hard. Uh, 2017 came around the CrossFit Open, uh, came around, I, I placed, you know, my best spot in the CrossFit Open. I was maybe 70th place, something like that after the CrossFit Open. So I made the top 200, still got a long way to go in the qualifier. At the time they would take the top 20 athletes. Now they only take the top 10, 
but so I needed to go from 70th place to in the top 20. And uh, man, I sold my soul during the age group online qualifier in 2017. And um, I, I didn't even come close. Uh, you know, I maybe was 48th, 49th place, maybe 50th, I, I can't remember, but top 20 go. So there was still twice the amount of guys I needed to beat to get to the games. And, and I was a little frustrated. I was a little like, uh, I mean, obviously I was, I was a little sad. I was a little disheartened. I knew as I was posting my scores and I saw other people's scores, like there was just no way I was making it. Um, so I, I, I took a step back and I just thought, well, there's this, there's comp train masters. There's masters programs out there. There's a, there's a number of masters programs um, available for competitors. Uh, now there's a whole bunch. And uh, at the time, I didn't want to pay the $40 for Comtrain Masters. $40. I drink more than that in coffee. It, it, probably at home brewed coffee in a month. But I was like, fine, I'll pay the $40. And I, and I subscribed to Comtrain Masters. Told myself I would follow it to AT for a year and we'll just see how it goes. And I remember logging in the first time for the first day and I was like, man, this isn't enough work. This isn't enough. How am I, how, how am I gonna compete or, or get stronger than these other 50 guys that I need to beat to, get, to even get to the games or whatever um, with, with this? This isn't, this isn't enough. Uh, but I just was like, okay, I'm just gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna do what it says. Um, and I found that by working with less volume, I wasn't doing two and a half hour sessions. Now I'm doing 45, well, an hour or two, an hour and 45 minute sessions, depending on the day. Um, when I am doing these workouts, man, I'm able to give it my all, um, or an appropriate amount. I'm, I'm not selling my soul in every single workout every day. That's not, that's not what we're supposed to do. Um, but I can give incredible amounts of intensity and effort and focus to this programming, exactly what it says, I'll do that. Even, like for example, today. Today is a, is a Wednesday. It's a week before um, uh, uh, the H Group Online Qualifier. Today's, today has two parts. The first part is like a, is, is a full-on monostructural, so it's, it's rowing, double-unders, assault bike, double-unders, rowing. That's it. And then there's a little like 10-minute core exercise work after that. And inside me, I'm like, I want to do more. There's got to be more that I can do because that's my nature. But I'm going to follow the program and I'm going to crush this workout today. I mean, I, I love this workout and uh, I'm just going to follow it. And in doing so, my body felt so much better uh, 2017 into 2018. My body felt good. Um, somehow I was getting stronger. My lifts were getting stronger. Um, my... <laughs> My, my, my benchmarks were getting better and I wasn't doing tremendous amounts of volume. Uh, and that is the magic right there is by working smart, following a smart program, but also being able to give my all with an appropriate amount of volume for my age. Turns out that my body responds really well to that. So one, um, train smart, not necessarily more. I had the question the other day that came through Instagram Someone asked, you know, how many days do I train a week? So I train five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday is a recovery day. Often it's a, um, uh, a light day. It's just some movement. I, I often take Thursday as a chance to uh, swim and practice swimming a little bit. 
uh, at just some distance, not doing anything really crazy in the pool, not a cool workout, just getting comfortable, more comfortable in my life in the damn pool. Uh, and then Friday, Saturday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, recovery day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And each one of those training sessions is anywhere from uh, an hour to an hour and a half uh, with maybe a 15, 20 minute warm up in there. So definitely under two hours in and out, unless I'm dilly dallying and talking with people, which I do, I do. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm there alone at the gym, I get stuff done quick. If there's people there, I chit chat and I love it because I, I love, I love having conversations. So, um, that is, you know, how much I train it's, I don't do really anything above and beyond that from a training perspective. The second thing that was the biggest differentiator for me qualifying or, or making a dramatic change in qualifying and doing well for the CrossFit games was, was paying attention to nutrition. Um, and it, this came in sort of two waves or two stages. Um, when I started CrossFit, in 2014, I just started working out and I loved the workouts. They were amazing. And I, I, I couldn't believe how great of a workout I could get in an hour as opposed to taking a run for an hour. Um, and I, and I, I changed a bit about what I ate at that time. Um, I stopped eating giant bowls of cereal for breakfast and started eating um, broccoli, uh, maybe some sweet potatoes and eggs. Uh, I just, I, I learned that, um, I was paying attention to the glycemic index at the time and cereal and just eating pure sugar for breakfast was not really beneficial, even though I was eating grape nuts, which I love and I miss horribly. They were so good, but they just metabolized directly into sugar in my system. So we don't want any of that shit. But uh, I made gradual changes at that time. My body was transforming because I was definitely in a caloric deficit. I wasn't eating enough to support the activity in my life at the time, um, but it wasn't necessarily eating great and wasn't thinking a ton about what I was eating. Um, still eating regular lunches, regular dinners, sandwiches, pizza, uh, uh, a bit of beer, but it was, wasn't until the summer of 2017 that I um, really made a, a big, big change. I had read a book that was recommended by a friend called uh, Wheat Belly, and then I followed up with a second book by the same author called Undoctored, which was a really, really great book. Actually. I don't read books. I listen to books. So I listened to both of them on audio. Uh, Undoctored convinced me um, that I needed to remove grains, all grains from my diet. Uh, Wheat Belly is certainly convincing uh, as well. But in, in listening to that book and, and digging into that and looking at it, I just thought, I'm going to test this. I'm going to see how this goes. I'm going to remove grains from my diet for a week and see how workouts go. I was really worried that I would just die in the workouts because I still need carbohydrates. So I, I swapped out toast, uh, which I was having from time to time with breakfast, for sweet potatoes for sure. Sweet potatoes, fruits, vegetables, um, and meats and nuts and seeds. This is all I ate for a week. And at the end of this experiment on a Friday was one of the most devastating workouts that we would do once a year at the gym. It was a workout called Kalsu. And Kalsu is uh, 100 thrusters for time, uh, 135 pound thrusters, uh, every minute on the minute, starting with minute zero, five burpees. And, um, this is just a grueling, awful workout and it's a long workout. It takes a lot of energy. And I just thought if I could do well in this workout, let's see how this goes. Having not eating any grain whatsoever this whole week, 
I crushed this workout. Um, I knocked off three minutes from the year previous and I, three minutes on that workout is a, is a huge, huge improvement uh, for me. And I also felt great. So when I would eat grains, um, which I ate quite a bit, I would always have lots of bread, lots of grains. Um, I, um, pizza was, was just a staple. Um, even pizza with like a hamburger, so make sure I'm getting enough protein and I'd have pizza for the carbs. Um, I was bloated, man, I was bloated. And, and honestly, like my, my intestine, my gut health was not, was not great. It didn't feel great. I always felt inflated. Um, when I switched to removing carbs completely from my diet, uh, not carbs, um, uh, grains completely from my diet, that was gone. Um, literally gone. It was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, I also had an in-body scanner at the gym and I had tested myself. I was around 15, 14, 15% body fat in the summer of 2017. Uh, by December of that year, I was right around 10% having not made any changes, not tracking my food, only going grain free, completely grain free. Um, so I had shed some body fat by uh, removing grain. Grain was super high in calories, but shed some body fat. At the same time, I wasn't tracking everything. I was pretty underfed at the time. I, as I, as I went into the CrossFit Open at the beginning of 2018, um, still like my breakfast would be eggs and broccoli. My lunch would be eggs and broccoli and maybe a sweet potato. Dinner would be kind of a regular dinner with a, a bunch of veggies and a bunch of meat, whatever the meat was. Um, that's, that's not enough for a dude that's as active as I was and, and working out as much as I was. Um, fortunately, CrossFit Open happens. I do okay. Maybe, I think I was 50, 54th place or something like that. Age group online qualifier happens in 2018 and I get 17th. That's the top 20. After video reviews, I ended up bumping up to 13th, so uh, I was lucky number 13. I qualified for the CrossFit Games. This was, I mean, this was a dream come true. I couldn't believe it. Most of that was due to uh, training smart and recovering well. My nutrition wasn't quite dialed in yet. It was at that point that uh, I started paying attention to nutrition, started tracking my nutrition and realizing how dramatically underfed I was. Um, it was, it was unbelievable how little fuel I was giving my body. Um, and then luckily my body was still able to keep up with training. So I started eating appropriate amounts of food, I started counting and tracking my macros to make sure that I got an appropriate amount of carbohydrates every day, appropriate amount of protein, appropriate amount of fat and doing all of that grain free which means at the time eating a ton of vegetables, a lot of sweet potatoes, regular potatoes or white potatoes. Um, I wasn't even having rice at the time, nothing, no grain whatsoever. And in eating all that, I was, when I started eating that much, I was full all the time. It was really, really challenging for the first couple of weeks to do that and hit those numbers. And then my body started responding. As I'm training for the games that year, I felt so, good. I felt so good. I'm five foot eight. I probably weighed 187 pounds at the time. I, I, I probably bumped up to 192 pounds and that's just where I live now. 192 pounds every day, day in and day out. That's how much I weigh at, at five, eight. Um, but that year I went to the games and even at the games, um, uh, we would prepare all of our food. We were able to stay in a, in a house, uh, near the games, 45 minutes from Madison. 
we grill a bunch of food and uh, meat and vegetables every night, preparing an entire day's worth of food for the games that had an appropriate amounts of carbohydrates, uh, proteins, fats. Um, and it did really well at the games. I ended up, uh, I ended up third. Super happy experience. I mean, obviously, unbelievable experience. Let me just say it more like that. It was amazing, um, absolutely amazing. And I just thought this was this is it. I, I I may never ever get to qualify to do this again. I was lucky enough to do this one time, third place. This is amazing. I've got a medal. I've got all the the swag. I got all the clothes. This is great. Um, and then as as I talking about nutrition just a little bit further, as I started to progress into 2018 into 2019. Um, just the one thing I added back into my diet is a little bit of white rice. Well, not a little bit, a good amount of white rice. I just got really tired of eating uh, a bunch of sweet potatoes and, um, and fruit and vegetables. It was really hard to hit my carbohydrate numbers. Uh, by adding or supplementing, I really think of it as supplementing with white rice, I'm looking for just a pure, very clean carbohydrate that helps me hit my carbohydrate numbers every day by adding white rice into my world. I don't track right now, I'm tracking today. I'm gonna to track my, my food today because I wanna see exactly where I'm at. I'm really good at self-regulating my food intake, not overeating, not necessarily undereating. But today, every once in a while, I will track a day or two in uh, my Macros Plus app just to see where my numbers are to make sure that as I'm eyeballing my meals based on how I feel and my energy levels and my hunger, that I'm actually getting the numbers that I need. So I am testing that today. But generally, I just eyeball things on nutrition now. But if you have not tested a grain-free diet, um, give it a go. And everybody's different. Everybody's bodies respond to different things. But um, after doing some research and particularly reading Undoctored and Wheat Belly, um, uh, I mean, the case against sugar, there's a, there's a bunch of uh, books around this topic, this idea that grain, sugars, these kind of types of things are actually terrible for us. Um, give it a go. So I highly recommend that. Uh, in fact, I had a, a video about this particular um, change that I made by removing grain. I posted it on YouTube three or four months ago and someone took me up on it and they um, have been keeping in touch with me via Instagram and they've lost tons of weight. They feel great uh, by just removing grain. So it's, it's probably the biggest needle mover that you can make. Get grain out of your diet, replace all of that with vegetables and fruits, and uh, you're going to feel great. I guarantee you're going to feel great and it probably will improve your performance as well. The last thing that was a huge differentiator for me between 2017, not making it to the CrossFit Games and doing well 2018, winning 2019 was recovery. Uh, paying attention to recovery and actually prioritizing recovery in my world was not something that I used to do. I would just work out and that's it. Um, didn't pay attention to the amount of sleep I got. Uh, didn't uh, uh, pay attention to helping my body feel better and recover from long, hard workouts, all of those things. So uh, what I actually started doing towards the end of 2017, uh, going into 2018 and the CrossFit Open in 2018, is um, I really tried to aim to nail eight hours of sleep every day. Um, it's hard. It's really, really hard to hit that amount of sleep. Um, I also found myself on the weekends every once in a while taking naps to recover. So uh, particularly during the CrossFit Open, it was really interesting. Uh, you know, there would always be a workout on a Friday, probably a retest on a Monday. Uh, and I would find myself taking a two or three hour nap on a Sunday 
uh, just even though I'm sleeping plenty, just allowing my body to recover and then perform so much better the next day. Uh, but sleep, let's, you know, getting, getting eight hours of sleep every day. You know, now I track my sleep with a, a whoop, uh, activity tracker. It's great. You know, an Apple watch, a Garmin, these, these things will do really well. If I find that I get seven and a half to eight and a half hours of sleep every day, um, that is a, a game changer for me. Um, it makes me much more productive. My workouts much more, um, what's the, I don't know what's the right word, but I feel more present in my workouts. When I'm really tired, I feel like I'm going through the motions. If I'm uh, well rested, man, I feel like I'm, I'm in this workout. I'm present in this workout. I am, I'm thinking through this workout uh, with all the mental energy that I have. So I think it's, it's really just about when you have enough sleep, you feel great. You're productive when you're working at your computer. You're productive in life. You're productive with your kids. You're present. Same thing in your workouts. You're present in that workout, not just going through the motions. Um, other elements of recovery, you know, for me on my recovery days, uh, generally on, on Thursdays is a recovery day and then Sundays is a rest day. Um, I do go to a pool. I have a membership at a 24 hour fitness so I can just get in and get swimming. And so on those recovery days, I will do a light recovery workout. Whatever my training says, I'll do that workout. If I don't do that, I'm swimming for 20 to 30 minutes just to get the blood moving through my body, not high intensity, but just going after that recovery workout. And then I'll find myself in a hot tub or the sauna at 24 hour fitness for as long as I can stand it. Generally 20 minutes. That's when my phone dies and that's when I'm about to die. So I'm out. Uh, but the goal around that is to just, again, get blood flowing through my body and allow recovery to happen. On Sundays, I'll also try to get into the, um, the hot tub or the sauna. Uh, again, I pay $40 a month to use a pool and a sauna because I don't have space in my house for a sauna or a pool. Um, but that's, that's what recovery looks like for me. Um, I do roll out a bit from time to time on recovery days in particular. Um, but really recovery is just about letting my body calm down, letting it rest, doing things that I enjoy, hiking, biking, walking, swimming, um, things that aren't working out. Uh, at the same time, as far as uh, another element of recovery is, is I'm trying not to go berserk with my business as well. Um, so there's a tremendous amount of mental energy and stress that comes with owning my own business. And I'm sure that all of you that own your own business or even have jobs, I haven't had a job in, in 20 years, but there's stress that goes along with that. And so I do my best to try to minimize that amount of stress because that has a strong effect on my body. So I, I do aim to get relaxed. If I find myself getting really worked up, another element of recovery for me is uh, doing Headspace, which is just a, an app on my iPhone. It's a meditation app. And it is really great for helping me just calm down, feel centered, relax, and, um, and reset. Uh, I think the last thing, um, last thing I would mention for me is, is, is part of recovery and, and staying just grounded is, uh, yeah, I, you know, seeing a therapist. So uh, I started seeing a therapist about two, maybe two and a half, three months ago. It's online. It's fantastic. Um, I literally am face to face like this with a therapist for, for an hour uh, once a week. And uh, man, it's been good. It's been really, really, really good. So I am ad-libbing, adding that to my, my maximized recovery by taking care of your head, taking care of your heart, 
taking care of your body and doing the things that, that, that um, help support that. So those are the three things that I think helped propel me to not only qualifying for the CrossFit Games, but doing really well at the CrossFit Games. So fingers crossed, next week during the Age Group Online Qualifier, I am able to do really well. I'm able to get into the top 10 to qualify for the Games in 2020. I would be ecstatic to do that as a 44-year-old at the top of the age group that I'm in. Uh, it would be really, really challenging, really challenging. I've got a level expectation in my head that there's a lot of very strong 40, 41, 42-year-olds out there uh, in my competition. And I may not make it to the Games this year, but I'm going to go for it, and I'll go for it next year, of course. Um, and I, I, uh, I did mention what I do for my business. Um, I did sell my CrossFit gym uh, about a year ago. And since then, I've developed an online remote coaching business that helps, for the most part, uh, people in that age range, around my age, 35 to 55-year-old uh, uh, men and women, make dramatic changes in their world. For some of them, it's losing 25 pounds over those 12 weeks. It's, it's, it's going from, uh, you know, 240 pounds to trying to get to 200 pounds in, in about eight months. Um, but my primary work is working with people through a 12-week intensive transformation experience. This can be with competitors. This can be with everyday people that are looking to make significant changes in 12 weeks. I think it takes a solid 12 weeks to literally reprogram your subconscious so that you can just at the 12-week mark be doing the things you should be doing without thought, without effort. You're not thinking about measuring your food anymore. You're just eating what you should be eating throughout the day. You're not thinking about if you're going to work out today. It's built into your system. You work out at this particular time on this particular day. This is just how it goes. So if you are interested in working with me, reach out to me. You can go to jasongrub.com. You can find me on Instagram, jasongrub underscore fitness. And uh, just reach out to me. I'd love to help, love to talk with you. Uh, if we're a good fit, we'll move forward. Otherwise, have a great week and uh, expect another video, another podcast next week.